Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 533-42 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. Chris Bulldog Ballas. That's his name at the Wolverine.com. Is that the right nickname to have with Michigan playing the Bulldogs? <laughs> Probably not at this point, man. But I tell you, I feel like when we've been on the road for about a week and a half, just went to the brass and got back covering Jawan Howard's basketball team. So it's been a whirlwind and uh, just booked our trip to Miami, Bill. And still hard to believe they're there, isn't it? Uh, after what we predicted at the beginning of the season and what a job that Jim Harbaugh has done with that football team. Yeah, with the mojo they had, uh, Ohio State, 42 points, demolishing Iowa last Saturday night in the Big Ten title. I do wonder, Chris, now that you shut it down and it'll ramp back up uh, with George, obviously, that sellout at the Orange Bowl at 8 p.m. on New Year's Eve. Do you think uh, – I know they probably would have rather played this Saturday night, but will does this delay help or hurt Michigan? Uh, you know, I don't think it matters. I think that because it's what's at stake. This isn't like a second-tier bowl game they're preparing for or anything like that. They understand that, that every all of their goals are still ahead of them, all of them, including the national championship. And you're going to see this be a focused team. I remember talking to Doug Skeen, my podcast partner who played at Michigan. He was a, an all-Big Ten offensive lineman. And he said, you know, that last team of theirs, there was always a tendency after the Ohio State game, you go home and you get fat and happy over the holidays. But that last team made it a point and they said that's not happening this year we're going to go out and we're going to go out and the right way and I think there's so much DNA on this team that's similar to that that these guys understand that they, they can get a couple of days rest here before they get right back to work so the leadership is so good on this team with guys like Aiden Hutchinson and Andrew Vistardis the offensive lineman that I think they're going to be just fine his name is Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com he is joining us here 
on the Meyer guest line on the huge show across Michigan. You mentioned that trip to Nebraska, and I know they never can shoot like that. And if you get 22 and 20 from Johns and Williams, you'll never lose if you're Michigan. But the positive here, the last two games, San Diego State and Nebraska, the perfect timing to have those games to get ready for a quality team like Minnesota on Saturday night at home. Yeah, they're moving the ball so much better the last couple of games. Hunter Dickinson's playing very hard, which uh, he should be have been doing all along, but he's got to swagger back a little bit. And the looks, they're not going to get similar looks to the ones they got against Nebraska. That team flat out quit. And Fred Hoiberg said as much in the postgame press conference. He said it was embarrassing, and it was, 102-67. to But the ball movement around the perimeter was great. And when you get a kid like Caleb Houston, he went from 20-something percent three-point shooting to 38.3 in a matter of two games because he was hitting his shots, uh, that's huge for his confidence. So you're starting to see it gel a little bit in the ball movement much better than it had been in the, in the previous games and their defense. They're, these guys are learning and Howard said it was going to take some time for these guys to gel on that side of the court. And he said, you know, Caleb Houston should still be in high school. He, he actually reclassified and and should probably still be a senior in high school and asking him to do things he's never done before. So but you can see them starting to gel a little bit better. They're going to be bigger tests, obviously. they got three games here before the Big Ten kicks up again, and then they play Rutgers. But then it's Michigan State. I think Michigan State, Purdue, and Illinois, and that's where we're really going to know how far this team's come, Bill. Yeah, I like them. I don't know because it's Nebraska and San Diego State, so I don't want to read too much into it. It was the perfect game, the way they were shooting the rock against the Huskers. I think Minnesota will be more of a gauge game on Saturday night. You agree? Yeah, and I don't know how good they are, to be honest with you. They look like the same type of Rick Pitino coach team, Ricky Pitino, uh, when they, you know, they're jacking shots. Uh, when I watched them play Michigan State, and give Michigan State credit, a uh, great game for them. But their offense looked kind of helter-skelter. So uh, that should be a W. I think they'll be favored by about eight or nine points in that one. You better win that game at home. Uh, and I'll say this about Nebraska. Any road game, any road win you get, whether it's Minnesota, whether it's Nebraska, whether it's whoever pick near the bottom of the league is a good win in this conference so you got to take care of business and you give them credit for that but i think a lot of people had said okay this might be one of those years maybe more of a rebuilding year than we thought juan howard said no it's still early and, and stick with us and san diego state's a good defensive team so to see what they did in that one more so than the nebraska game was what was really encouraging so michigan football what's the schedule now i know signing day is next week that's busy uh, that's yep. a big plus. Uh, recruiting is phenomenal right now, Chris. Uh, you can see the impact of beating Ohio State and winning the Big Ten and being one of the Final Four teams. They even took a recruit away from Georgia. They did, a linebacker out of Florida, and then they got a big kid, Andrew Gentry, uh, an offensive lineman who had been committed to Virginia. And he was a top 70 kid. He went on a mission and came back and opened up his recruitment. So uh, what offensive lineman wouldn't want to come and play in an offense like this? This is where you thrive when you get to run the ball as much as they did and uh, get back to really Jim Harbaugh's roots, his Stanford roots of running the ball and dominating teams and wearing them out in the fourth quarter. That was really the big difference this year, Bill, is how well they were able to to wear teams down. As Mike DeBoard said, the former Michigan offensive coordinator, tenderize them for that fourth quarter and to close out games in victory formation and uh, and to wear teams out, uh, that's something that's been missing from this team and they got it back this year. Now, this is not a one-year deal. This is something that's got to continue, but it sure feels like it's uh, they, like they got it back and that Jim Harbaugh has a swagger back and that this is the kind of program that Michigan fans expected when he took over. 
So we go through signing day. Uh, are they going to treat this like a? Do they do the full week because of press? Uh, do they go to um, Fort Lauderdale, Miami Gardens? You know, basically halfway between Miami and Fort Lauderdale. Uh, when do they arrive uh, down in Florida, Michigan? Yeah, it'll be it'll be the 26th, and they're even thinking about maybe going Christmas night, from what we understand. So we know we're supposed to have an arrival press conference on the 26th. So we'll be down there all week, Bill, and you can call us anytime and check in. We get to check out the first 15 minute of practices to get some B-roll stuff and a lot of availability. This is a big deal, you know. It's uh, it's hard to believe that we're here, frankly. Uh, one of the final four teams in the country, and I know Mich- people aren't giving Michigan. Uh, a lot of credit, not, maybe not a lot of credit, but not a lot of hope to advance against uh, Georgia. But this is a team they can beat if they play well. They're, they're pretty much similar, and Georgia's got a few more five stars maybe on the lines. But Michigan's linemen are playing like five stars right now. There are guys that are that are going to be playing in the NFL too. So uh, to me, this is going to come down to uh, who makes the least mistakes and, and limiting the big plays and red zone defense again, just like Ohio State. But they've proven that they can go toe to toe with the biggest of the big boys when they hammered Ohio State. I wouldn't want to be playing Michigan right now, I'll be honest. Chris Ballas with the Wolverines.com. You can follow everything Michigan football, Michigan hoops, 24-7 at thewolverine.com. they got that great deal right now where you can sign up for a buck, all those details at thewolverine.com. I see on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, Big Board, that the line is holding at Georgia minus 7.5. Is that a fair number? I think it is, and uh, but what's funny here, Michigan was about the same as a dog against Ohio State, and I think Alabama was a six and a half point dog against Georgia. So this it's kind of weird. This year's been kind of weird, Bill, in that you still didn't really have a great feel for all the best teams in the country until near the end of the season, because a lot of the best matchups didn't happen until the end of the season. So I think anything could happen in this one. I give Georgia the edge on the defensive line. I think they're they're stout up front. And that's going to be tough for Michigan to run on them. But we've seen uh, teams like well, a team like Alabama move the ball on them 41 points, just 41 points. So if that defense can put them in bad shape positions like Alabama's did, and it's certainly capable with those two rush ends they have, and Aiden Hutchinson and David Ojabo, get a couple of turnovers, Michigan can certainly win this football game. And then you got Alabama, Cincinnati. It's like nobody's talking about that game. <laughs> yeah, maybe Cincinnati will give them a game. You know, I asked Angelique Shingelis. She's my colleague from the Detroit News. She actually went to Cincinnati, and she keeps a close eye on them. And I said, if they played Michigan, could Cincinnati win? And she said, no. So I don't imagine they're going to keep it that close against Alabama either. That's a 13-and-a-half-point spread. So uh, Alabama's Alabama. They do what they do. I really felt going into that Alabama-Georgia game, Bill, that Alabama could, could win that one. Uh, and they did. They made a statement. They deserve the number one seed probably if we're being honest about it. Uh, and as Jim Harbaugh said, we're not shying away from anybody. We don't understand we have to win two games anyway. You might as well beat the best to be the best. Chris Bowles for TheWolverine.com. Follow everything Michigan uh, 24-7 there at TheWolverine.com. It is surreal, and I think because of the break and the holidays and the signing day, uh, I- I'm curious when the juice is really going to start ramping up. Because there's a little uh, just catch your breath time, but I'm talking about the fans. I know you guys at the Wolverine.com, ton of articles coming out with your team, but I can't wait for that game. I cannot no, wait for I, it. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be a long week. It, 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 oh, it, yeah. it is surreal, Chris, as you mentioned. Like, this is really happening. Yeah. 
and, and you still kind of look back over the weekend. We had just a great weekend, and you're thinking, man, by the time we got to the game, it's like, well, this would be a great weekend either way, but uh, win the game, right? And uh, and 2% chance, and that's what everybody was harping on. Those those kids were saying they gave us a 2% chance to win the Big Ten at the beginning of the year, or 2% chance to win the East, I think it was, and even less than that to win the Big Ten. And uh, But you could tell, really, in October, after that Michigan State game, it really galvanized them, I think. And uh, you could tell that the Penn State game was the big one when they came back and from that one and won that game that, okay, this team's got an opportunity. And you, I believe, picked a win over Ohio State. None of us did. We were thinking, okay, they still have too much firepower, but uh, really complete domination. And so, uh, but to, to see them beat Ohio State like that and then to come back and beat Iowa 42-3 to against that defense, really still hard to believe. And that's what gives you hope that, hey, maybe this team's got something special and they can go in there and beat Georgia on New Year's Eve. Chris Ballas for the Wolverine.com, the Michigan Insider, wrapping up his conversation and preparation not only for Michigan and Minnesota Big Ten Hoops Saturday night at Chrysler in Ann Arbor, but on New Year's Eve, 8 p.m., the game is a sellout. I, I'm really curious what percentage of that audience in attendance in Florida will be Michigan fans. Uh, it'll be it'll be close. You know what? I I said sixty five percent Michigan for the Iowa game, and it was about that. Bill, there were a lot of Iowa fans in town uh, the night before, but it was really probably a sixty five percent Michigan crowd. I would guess it'll probably be about sixty forty. Georgia, uh, Georgia being so close, but Michigan fans, there are a ton of them down there in Florida, and they're ready to spend their money on a game like this. They've just been waiting, so uh, it could be it could be closer to even. We'll see, but uh, it should be a great atmosphere. First time in Miami for me. I didn't go to the Orange Bowl several years ago when they when they beat Florida State, so I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a long week, but a lot of uh, a lot of great stuff coming out of there. We got stuff every day. Bill should be a lot of fun. What have you heard now with the game is a uh, sellout? Uh, what's the high price on tickets going? Have you heard anything? Oh, yeah, I have not. I've heard it's in, it's pretty insane though because uh, again there are a ton of Michigan alums down there, so uh, it is really hard to get tickets. And if if they make it at the championship game, Bill, just forget about it. I think that they're starting at five thousand dollars, and hotel rooms are about a thousand bucks a night, so uh, that would be a tough ticket. But one at a time here, right? Get past Georgia and uh, and see what happens. But getting back to Indianapolis, that'd be fun. They've played there; they're familiar with it, so. If they can somehow get by Georgia and set up a, a matchup with Alabama, I'm guessing that you're going to be breaking records in terms of viewership, at least early on in that game. By the way, I, I just looked on StubHub. Uh, the lowest price ticket to get in, which is upper corner uh, in Miami, is $535 a ticket. <laughs> oh, that, that's the lowest you, price. All right? And then, you know, you're, and that's upper, upper corner. So you yeah. are you are way out, and then it starts uh, going up. If you want, it, I'll tell you what. Here's a upper corner is six hundred dollars. Another one. That's to be in the building. It is. It's crazy. What, what do you hey, think? It's been a long time coming. Oh my God! I bet if you want a good seat, I don't know if you'll be able to get good seats even from the second no. secondary ticket brokers because those good seats are all uh, big alums, big boosters, and what they've bought. Yeah, without a doubt. It's hard. You have to have a lot of priority points to get tickets. And I know a lot of students that were rejected. Um, you know, they don't they don't give those kids enough tickets, frankly, Bill. But it is what it is. That's what college football is these days. A lot of a lot of corporations and corporate tickets and big donors. But, uh, you know, uh, that's why they have big screen 
55 inch TVs and, <laughs> and high def now. So uh, uh, I don't think too many Michigan fans are going to be complaining. to be a lot of parties on New Year's Eve. God, I'm looking at yeah, the tickets they have are none of the good seats. All those good seats are completely. How about yeah. this? Uh, lower road 25, lower sideline. I just got this number $2,624 a ticket. Oh, that's crazy. Well, the $2,624 a ticket, lower lower sideline. That is amazing. Yeah, that is nuts. And guess, and guess what? Uh, that, uh, that's almost like kitty corner on the end zone, that ticket. is. I, I couldn't imagine. And again, that there's no tickets anywhere where you would deem and call a good spot. You know what I mean? No, I do. You know, it's uh, it's a big deal, and that's why it's it's so hard to believe. You know, this isn't the usually when we're in Florida, it's for like the uh, the Citrus Bowl or something like that, or the Orange Bowl when when the Orange Bowl is not part of the Final Four. But it's a big deal, and uh, again, a long time coming, and uh, only the third time in school history that they've won this many games. So, uh, congratulations to Jim Harbaugh and his staff. Uh, we doubted them. I think everybody doubted them, but man, they've come a long way in a year, Bill. Uh, by the way, uh, the 72 Club All-Inclusive, uh, two tickets, $8,967. Each? You get two. Okay, well, good. When we can go. Whoop. So you can put the bill in. <laughs> so, I'll buy the drinks, man. Hey, how about this? Uh, lower sideline, um, $3,500 a ticket. That's crazy. Wow. Lower yeah. sideline, closer to the forty four thousand dollars a ticket, four thousand twenty seven for Michigan, Georgia. Man, that's insane! All right, well, you're insane. Uh, hey, man, hey, Michigan fans, you've never been there, and like, and if it's in Indy, they, you know, and this is one thing I'll say: Alabama, if it's Alabama or even Cincinnati that does have a historic fan base, if that national championship game features Michigan and it's that close to the state, that ticket will be might be the most highest priced college football ticket you've ever seen to get in. It, it might be, and it, it will be one of the most watched college football games in history. I don't have any mm. question about that. So Amazing. look at the numbers they look at the numbers they put up in that Michigan Ohio State game. Fifteen million viewers or whatever it was, uh, the most all year, most in, I think most in history on Fox. So people like to watch a good Michigan football team. Uh, win or lose, either if somebody's either rooting against them or you're rooting for them, people like to watch them. Oh, by the way, Chris, we do have an update. Those It wasn't for two tickets at 8967 It's one ticket, two tickets for the 72 Club All-Inclusive, uh, $17,900. Yeah. Yeah, I figured. I figured that was too good to be true, man. I'm gonna have to take some more bottles back. All right, well, go go get in line, take the <laughs> bottles back, Chris. All right, I appreciate it, Billy. All right, we love you, Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, the Michigan Insider, joining us. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed. It's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three 
and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Fanduel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXTSTEP to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE. NY or text Hope NY in New York.